On this week's edition of the Marketing Chief Podcast, we're continuing our conversation with Joe Kaufman, the founder and CEO of Setup, a company that connects brands with qualified marketing agencies. They call themselves marketing matchmakers, and today we'll discuss what makes a good match. And Joe shares a personal story about almost getting fired and how that turned into a career learning experience. Stay with us for this week's edition of the Marketing Chief Podcast. I like how you specialize and, and give, give clients the options for different ways. I've had the full service agency search person and that's super helpful because you don't have the time to vet them, you don't have the time to set up the meetings, you don't have the time to review the materials, you don't have the time to do all the comparisons and having somebody do that for you and you know, summarize things and, and set up the meetings and uh, tell you what to look for and the kind of things is, is super helpful. I also like that you can pick and choose and, and almost be a la carte in, in a way. There's sometimes there's 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 good healthy tension between clients and agencies. You know, if you say if you go to an agency, say what's wrong with the client, they'll say they always want the logo bigger, you know, or they just tell us what they do. They're not they don't they treat us as a vendor, not a partner. You go to the you go to a client and say what's wrong with the agency, and they're like, they don't understand their business, they don't know the numbers, et cetera, et cetera. What makes a good client agency partnership relationship in your opinion uh, based on your experience i'm so glad you asked me this question for two reasons number one we publish an annual marketing relationship survey and we mm -hmm. talk about the we ask questions about that relationship particularly um, in fact this year in april ad age published our marketing relationship survey across all of their channels website it was print everywhere i love that that's wonderful yeah and, and, and one of the headlines was, you know, one in three clients will select a new agency within the next six months, um, which was interesting for us wow. because we can help with that, right? And so sure. we were we were pleased about that. Not not pleased that some of those eight relationships were ending, but you know, as we leave COVID, for example, a lot of clients are thinking, is the same agency that got me to COVID and maybe even through COVID, the one that's gonna be the right one for me in the future. And so some people are thinking about that relationship. But um, we also do um, events. Uh, we used to do them in person, but we've been doing them digitally. And our last event was about the agency client relationship. And you know, the, the thing we kept hearing from both clients and from agencies was communication. Communication mm -hmm. is an issue for both groups, um, you know, clients wish that their agencies understood their internal dynamics better. You know, uh, mm -hmm. uh, when I say I, we can't do that thing, it may not be just me saying no, it may be that there's some larger issue within our internal organization that causes us to not be able to just try that outlandish idea that the agency yeah. came up with. Um, and then on the flip side, you know, um, agencies wish that the clients were much more transparent with their budgets with their thought process you know they want the mm -hmm. client to bring them into the fold and into the meeting in the room where it happened kind of thing mm -hmm. yes. because because they want to be partners they want to be they don't want to be um vendors they want to be partners that are and i think that the best way to have that relationship work really well is have both the client and the agency aligned 
with a common set of KPIs, key performance mm -hmm. indicators, mm -hmm. you know, do we, are we working towards the same goal? You know, when, when you're on a team, if you're on a basketball team or a football team or a baseball team, you know, you all know what the score is. You all know how you as individual contributors could contribute to the score. You know that your roles are all different, mm -hmm. right? I mean, you know, the, the, the job of the point guard is not usually to dunk the ball. The mm -hmm. job of the point guard is to distribute the ball to the centers and the forwards. And, you know, you all contribute in some way. And so I think that um, in those situations where both the client and agency are working together on the same team against a common set of goals, uh, they're much more successful. I agree. I, I think communication, transparency, and then really trust is, you know, are hallmarks of that relationship. I've had good and bad agency relationships. I think everyone who's been in marketing can feel that. I think the ones that have been the best for me are when we had an agency who was very transparent with us and we had a trust and a communication to the point where we invited them into our executive team annual retreat when there were no outside vendors, vendors. Mm -hmm. I, I, my agencies really are partners, not vendors, but we had no outside people there and the CEO agreed, hey, yeah, they need to know our business. But they they got that, they earned that trust because they were also looking at numbers on Monday morning. And they would proactively call us and say, oh, we saw that in this market, this happened, here's what we're thinking. Versus us having to go to them and, and say, have you looked, oh no, I haven't looked at the numbers, I haven't seen, right? And so they earned that trust because they were really married into the KPIs that you talked about, the things that, that were important to us. And that, that made monumental difference to how we then even structured our relationship with them. So the owner, the president of the agency could call me and say, hey, we're running up hours and here's why, I think we can change this process. Or, and I, I could say, you know what, in that specific instance, I can't change the process because the CEO is involved, but I'll, I'll compensate you for that. And other times when you know it worked the other way, we did a relationship with them where they had skin in the game. So we put, I think it was 10% at that time or 15% into a bucket and said, if we don't hit our KPIs, then that's at risk for you. If we exceed our KPIs, then you can earn more. And they earned more, I think every year. I, they, they, never, they never lost money. A couple of years they broke even, but they earned more. And then they had an incentive as well. And so that transparency and that trust was was so critical. Well, you but you you brought up a key point that I think needs to be emphasized here, which is I think that the communication and the transparency equals trust. So trust mm -hmm. is built. It's trust can't be is not given immediately yeah. up front. That's trust earned. is earned Time. due to that you said you know, good communication and transparency to the point where now we've got relationship. And now that we've got relationship, there's trust that's built because I know you're gonna be honest with me. I know you're gonna communicate well. I know you're gonna show me the inside, you know, open the kimono, so to speak. That's right. And, and then that, that makes me trust you because I think if there's an issue, you know, they, it's sort of like like marriages and relationships, you know, 
when when you're newlyweds, everything is golden. But the real test is over time, as the relationship matures, you know, is that really is that communication and trust still there? And and to that point, we actually created a bunch of tools to help marketers think through those relationships. Um, if you go to setup.us slash resources, there are several guides there. And one guide is the complete guide to finding a marketing agency. And it's a workbook, like a PDF workbook that you could use. Nice. That the first chapter is how do you find the right agency? The second chapter is how do you select them? And then how do you onboard them is the third. And there's a whole section in there about agency compensation models. So you talked about having your agency have some skin in the games. So we talk about the project-based fees versus mm -hmm. retainers versus incentives versus commission, et cetera. Um, but the other things that are in that same resources section, setup.us slash resources, there's a, um, there are a couple of scorecards and we develop these scorecards with cl actual clients. Um, one scorecard is the scorecard you might use if you're considering multiple agencies in a process, whether mm -hmm. it's through introductions from setup or from some other process. How do you differentiate between these three or four different agencies that may be the finalists? Um, and then the other scorecard is more for an existing agency relationship. Maybe you would use the scorecard on a quarterly basis just to see if you're still feeling the love and make mm -hmm. the decision if they're yeah. still the right agency for you in the future. Um, and so we've developed some of these resources just because our purpose is to connect and empower marketers. And we feel that we wanna empower them in lots of different ways. And sometimes that's just arming them with the right tools and information to make them more successful. What, what, a, what a great resource. I, I, I appreciate you sharing that. I, I think many of our, <laughs> Listeners uh, will will go use that at setup.us slash resources. You got um, it. Great, great tools. Uh, we're in marketing, and marketing has uh, probably a bad reputation for turnover, especially at the the CMO level. Uh, if you're listening and you're coming up through your career, you probably will at one time get fired, and that's okay. Like we've all been through it. Um, you have a particularly interesting story about a time when you had some very direct, honest feedback that that kind of rocked you a little bit. But but what I love about this story is how you responded to it and what you learned from it. Can you share a snapshot of that? Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll do it as quickly as I can to, to get through <laughs> it because it's like ripping off a Band-Aid. You have to do it quickly, right? Yeah, right. Um, so, so early in my agency life, uh, I was responsible for marketing the agency and for business development, finding and bringing in new clients. And I had three peers who I worked with quite a bit. One was the head of client services, one was the head of strategy, and one was the head of research and innovation. And we were all the same level and we were all, um, and I was leaning on them pretty heavily early in my days because it was clear that I just, as I mentioned before, didn't really understand the services business that well. And that transition from product to service was tough, very difficult for anybody that's experiencing mm -hmm. that, you, you, you know how difficult that transition can be. So I got called into a meeting uh, with the three peers and, and my boss who is the CEO. And in the meeting, they basically said, you need to learn how to do your job or get the 
beep out of here. Um, they didn't use those words, but that's what internally I heard in my, in my head. And I took notes about what they were saying. Um, and all of the things they were saying were related to the fact that, you know, I didn't really understand the business that well. I didn't really understand um, the roles within the agency that well. I didn't really understand the process of, you know, so, so I was hired because I had marketing and sales skills, but not because I had deep agency experience. And yeah. um, that night, I, after I got home, you know, it was a, it was a pretty devastating meeting when people yeah, call absolutely. you and tell you get out, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think in reality, what had happened was the three peer, my three peers had gone to the CEO and said, "You need to fire this guy." <laughs> and he Ouch. said, well, if, yeah, if you've got grievances with him, this was very much like the old Seinfeld uh, Festivus airing of the grievances, <laughs> right? If you've got grievances with of him, us. you tell him, you tell him directly. And, mm-hmm. and, and either he'll be able to figure it out or he'll leave. And, mm-hmm. and, and that's exactly, so that night, uh, after much you know, thought, I made the decision to fight. And by fight, what I mean was, I want to fight to make this work. I want to mm-hmm. fight to make this work between me and these peers and also this new career path right. that I was on. So I made a list of their grievances um, and I boiled them and distilled them down in the three or four most important ones. And then I went back to each of the three of them and also to the CEO and said, look, if I can fix these four things, are we good? Mm-hmm. And they, they all three of them sort of said, yeah, good luck with that. I don't think <laughs> yeah, it'll, like, it'll never happen, but sure. You know, I mean, if you were only smarter and taller and better looking yeah. and, you know, <laughs> like they, they were, they were not trivial things. They weren't, they weren't that bad, but they were, they were. Mm-hmm. And so I then went to work on those things. I spent a lot of time um, watching and observing the different people within the agency to understand how they do their jobs. I spent a lot of time. Uh, focusing on attention to detail. You know, when you go from a product to a service, I could crank out a proposal in 10 minutes for mm-hmm. the product company. For the services business, it might take two or three days to crank mm-hmm. out a proposal. And it, it's a multi-page detail-oriented document that you deliver mm-hmm. as a proposal. Um, so so I, I really worked and I focused on trying to um, do learn the things I needed to learn to become the kind of person that they wouldn't pull into a meeting and tell me to get out, but a kind of person that they wanted to come to the meeting because they knew I would add value and that I'd add value to the process. And the, the fortunate ending to this story is that I spent, you know, five and a half more years at the agency. It's a great, Those three became great. my three biggest advocates. Uh, I remain close friends with all three of them mm-hmm. today, all, all four of them. And, um, you know, I, I, we became really successful together. Um, but, you know, my options were to go get another job and do something else or dig in and do the work to really learn the things that I needed to do to transform myself into the person that I needed to be to be successful there. Yeah, fight or flight. And you, and you fought. There's a somewhere out there on the internet, there's this great conversation with you and those three people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that and that's where I learned of the story. And I, I appreciate your transparency, because it's hard to get that feedback. We've all had it. 
Um, and and some and sometimes sometimes flight is the right. You know, sometimes it's just the wrong environment. Yeah. Um, but I like that you were able to to fight through that, get some new skills, own up to things that you didn't know, and learn. And that that's really the key is you were learning a new vertical, a new you know services versus products. That's not easy. And so yeah, uh, yeah I love I love that you did that. It, it ended up being fun. It wasn't fun that night, and it wasn't fun for the next <laughs> several months. But over time, it became fun because. Um, you know, we were adding value and, and delivering value, and, um, and 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 I knew I was adding value, not extracting. Joe, it's been great having you. I, I appreciate your time. If if you're an agency or a client, what's the best way to get in touch with you, and and what would you tell them about setup? Yeah, well, as mentioned, we're marketing matchmakers, um, and so if you're in need of agency support. You can go to setup.us and learn a little bit more about how we help there. If, if you're an agency looking for growth and for support, you can also go to setup.us. Um, although most of the language on our site is focused on how we really help the client, you know, support the client and mm -hmm. find the right agency and that kind of thing. Um, there is some information there about what we do to help agencies too. But I'm also on all of the social networks, but um, we're, our company is set up says across all the social networks. Great. Love it. And if you're just a marketer, connect with Joe because he's a smart guy. He knows a lot of people and uh, always good insights from your, your videos or your blogs or whatever. So Joe, thank you. Thanks for spending time with us on the Marketing Chief Podcast. Appreciate having you. Thanks so much, Rob. It's been such a joy to be here. Learn more about his company set up and how these marketing matchmakers connect brands with qualified marketing agencies by visiting setup.us. If you like what you hear on the Marketing Chief Podcast, be sure to subscribe or follow on your favorite podcast app or YouTube and give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. We'll see you next time on the Marketing Chief Podcast. <laughs>